good time. Dogs ready to do this? Hmm? Yeah. Oh, I can't do the synopsis on this one. No, I no, watched no, it. Wait, no, oh, thank God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I can do. Welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's right, Movie the Podcast. Yeah, you have to start the show. We nope, are right into the nonsense. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> Just get right to the scores. Let's go to bed. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's October. We're already off theme. We missed a week. Good luck, assholes. We, we, changed, we changed the theme. It was to Wallywood. Now it's how the West was fun. Just so we could watch this movie and other Westerns. Yeah, so specifically this. Specifically. Young Guns 2, The Revenge of Young Guns. Uh, slightly <laughs> older guns. The Revenge of the Guns. Uh, and uh, it's a film. Oh. I'm going to hot take. I think I prefer this movie. Really? Yeah. I've got a lot of thoughts. This movie is a mess, but sure. So? I mean, the first movie was a mess. Really? But, like, I, I this one's a, this one's like the, the wheels were like loose on the first uh, one. The wheels have to, come off. On not this to bury one. the lead, I feel like this movie's way more coherent than the first one. Like, in fact, like I think I, um, I actually totally agree with Sean. I, I feel like the thing I missed from the first one is the jank. Like, what about the jank? Like, this doesn't have that like eighties yeah. jank and dream sequences and dance numbers for no reason. Like, I will yeah. say this: I'll shout out to a PG thirteen movie with titty in it. Because also, yeah. that that girl they is went for it. That girl is crazy hot. But oh, for sure. I'm pretty sure. And also, uh, I think Sean's the only person here that's seen this movie. I think she's the 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 love interest from uh, uh, Near Dark. I think that's the same. Yeah, I think so. Oh. It's yeah. the it's the redhead paradox, right? Either oh, they're a God, dime or a zero. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, guys, uh, have you seen Near Dark with Joel Everyman? No, 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 what? no. That's uh, it comes at night or whatever. Near Dark is Bill oh, Paxton's I've never seen vampire oh, movie. You love? No, Near I've never Dark. seen Near Dark. I've it's seen awesome. I've seen it comes at night. That's yes. But yeah, is there like a, a five redheaded woman? Like men don't count. No, like, they're all they're, they're, they're all dimes or, or just trolls. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's, the, it's, it's yeah. It, it they're hot women or ugly, ugly, ugly men. No yeah. such thing as a medium fa- a medium redhead. No. Yes, no. I totally agree with you on this. I follow quite a few of them in the porn variety, and uh, yeah, as soon as they oh, pop I saw, up. TJ, I saw a porno lady with a berserk tattoo with the full armor on her shoulder. I actually oh. know the one you're talking about, which yeah. is very, very sad. There's also <laughs> one that has the brand of sacrifice. Or uh, there's there's one that actually she's also she's got red hair. She has a brand of sacrifice tattoo, and she has the sale triangle on her arm. I'm like, oh my god, this, yeah. this is more about perfect. berserk shortly. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, we watched Young Guns too. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to discuss this movie because I, uh, I got thoughts. I got, I got mixed feelings about this movie. I, I, I can't wait to talk about it. Um, but anyway, what did you all watch over the last two fucking weeks? Two weeks? We took a, a mental health break. I don't know. It was doing some uh, self-care. Yeah. We had, had some PTO we had to burn. So I had to fucking, uh. Yeah, watch football. Watch watch my team officially become the worst team in the league. Everybody's uh, team is hard to watch. Like it's brutal this year. I mean, yeah, but at least they're not Washington. Like Washington is yeah. legitimately the worst team in the league. They're a yeah. joke. 
And today, today Rivera came out and was like, oh, the reason we're not winning is because of our quarterback. He's not wrong. <laughs> He's not wrong, but like that's not <laughs> something a head coach should say. So it's like hopefully they both get fired. That'd be great. <laughs> anyway, what'd y'all watch this week? Ow! Oh man. <clears throat> so that was Alec, right? Fired that up. was Alec. Fired up. Fire it up. Um, oh, just... a bunch of stuff <laughs> over the past two weeks. I watched two hundred movies. <laughs> no, not quite that many movies. How I many hours are there? Movies. I watched. Uh, oh, yeah, Role Models. That oh, movie is yeah. a banger. banger. That's one of my favorite comedies of all time. So um, I kept thinking about Whispering Eye the other day, and I just giggled I to it, myself. I thought it was Winking Eye. Is it Whispering? whispering. It's Whispering. Yeah. That's a great one. That's a great um, one. That movie is great. Everything Beyonce about, it, everything about pouring, it is great. Beyonce pouring sugar on my dick. Yeah, Martin is gay for robots. <laughs> um, Make s'mores with white chocolate. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> That's the line from the movie. Um, That's scary, scary movie five. Oh my god! Wow, what? Who was in that? The leads were Simon Rex and Ashley Tisdale. Uh, the the <laughs> fucking uh, the, the dark what the dark the joker. dark jokester. Yeah, the that dark guy? jokester. Huh. Him. It was awful. It was horrendous. You don't Ow. say. Like it's <laughs> legit. Like worst worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, and uh, the guy who directed it also directed another movie I watched, uh, which is an amazing movie. Citizen so it's King. really it's yeah. really funny that uh, really funny that he directed both of these because one's great and one's trash. Uh, the mm. good one that I watched was the Undercover Brother. We just finished Hell it. Like, yeah, that movie fucking uh, that movie is good. Movie's good amazing. It's so funny. Everybody's That's so a good at it. Gem. Like nobody talks about that movie anymore. No, probably because the director directed Scary Movie Five too. They're like, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, that, that, that's so, all so, the forget, I'll just forget about that. That's the one for one for them, one for me scenario. <laughs> um, I didn't see this bitch at Spy School. Yeah, I'm still paying off the loans. <laughs> you made me take the, You made me pay a, for those classes myself. I had to sleep on a pissing mattress. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that movie's that movie's an absolute blast. The worst part of that movie is Chris Kattan is the bad guy. Yeah, although he's like... great in Monkey Bone, weirdly. Yeah. He's really good in that. Monkey yeah. Bone in general, very good. He's not good in this. Everybody else is great. Uh, Chi-, Chi McBride, Dave Chappelle. Even Denise Richards is good. Yeah, Denise Richards, Neil Patrick Harris. This is the other two people, the lead sister. Sister uh, girl. Sister girl <laughs> and smart brother. Yeah. That, uh, Neither one of there's, them did a whole heck of a lot outside a, of this. There's a funny ass ADR from Smart Brother where she's like, "You remind me of I forget what celebrity she says." Oh, like, she usually, said, I get out. Yeah, was it? she's like, "You remind me of Theo Huxtable." Oh, he's yeah, like, "Usually, he's I get like, out Al Roger. What's the weather in your neighborhood? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that movie's that movie's tremendous. Um, what else did I watch? Three more. Hi, three days. Tanja. I'm sorry, I could go on about Undercover Brother. All day. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, the movie slaps. Like, it yeah. absolutely slaps. Uh, oh, Billy Al, D. Williams. Should, Billy D. Williams, watch... the general. With the oh, general's, yeah. the general's fried chicken. Look out, Colonel. Here comes the general. <laughs> Alec, you would love... Um, 
what's the Michael Jai White? Uh, uh, fuck, TJ, help me out. Dogs. Oh, fucking. Oh, why can't I think of it? I've seen it a million times. The exploitation oh, parody. Well, oh, it's, fucking. It's, it's no, it's it's the background of my fucking pay, PlayStation Three for crying out loud. Um, <laughs> it's uh, uh, uh Blood and Bone. No, no, no. no. Jesus Christ! That oh, the other one. It, why can't it? Black Lightning. No, nope. Um, Black uh, Dynamite. Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite. Alec, you gotta watch Black Dynamite. You gotta watch <laughs> Black Dynamite. <laughs> okay. I'll watch Black Dynamite. I sell drugs, drugs in, the community. in the community. I told you not to interrupt me when I'm doing my Kong Fu. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll watch that tomorrow. Oh, it's um, so good. I watched uh, again. Uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Right. I've been wanting to revisit that. Is it that still? Movie I remember is, really liking it when I watched. That movie it. is excellent. Outside of, I know Sean doesn't agree, but outside of the new Spider Man, like it's the best movie since and best MCU movie since Endgame. Oh like, yeah, it's so good. I love like it. great. I haven't seen it, but everybody I like likes it, so maybe I'll like it. Um, it's, I think I you. Know, would, I, I think, think you. Like I think it. you. I think you'll like it a lot because it doesn't. It's not really. There's, it's tied into the MCU a little bit, but it really it's its own thing. Yeah, and like it's all new characters. And, and Tony, uh, Tony I, Long I think is in it. Twenty Forty Six is in it. Yeah, yeah Tony, 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 Tony Long Tony, is. Uh, he's the he's, death. He's the Mandarin. Yeah, and um, he is. We, he's so good. I think we all kind of love Asian family dramas too. I think I've discovered that on the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're way more yeah. compelling than white family dramas. Yeah, well, that was a well, fucking the mayonnaise fest. Whoever the lead is in Shang Chi, I can never remember the guy's name. He's really, he's really great in that so movie. Simu, Simu Lu, Simu Lao. Yeah, I think is his name. He needs he's, more work. Yeah, he's really good, and uh, the the movie is is tremendous. The fighting is outstanding. Yeah, they, they did the, really the effects are great. I I really like love that movie like a lot. Like it's upper tier. the The fight choreography is excellent. Yeah, and it's shot really well too, which is something you can't say about a lot of like action sequences with Marvel stuff. A lot of times it's like cut, 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 cut. It's not really like that. It's it's very well. Isn't uh is Fin Fang Foom in that movie? Um, they're dragons. They don't. I mean, uh, I think he's sort of hinted at. Right? They do talk about him. Yeah, I don't think he's actually in the movie. They should make a next wave movie. Oh my god! TV show that would be incredible, but that'll that'll never happen. Yeah. Well, you never, uh, you know what? I take that. But you never know with Marvel. They made a werewolf by night. Fucking I mean, they've already uh, apparently the uh, of Bloodstone. Apparently, that werewolf by night special is everyone loves it. Yeah, it's like, the highest rated like Marvel show on Disney Plus. Everybody fucking loves it. Yeah, I need to watch. I haven't watched it yet. Um, I watched uh, Prey, the Predator. Oh, what'd you movie. think? Was I thought it was first great. Time? I loved yeah. it. Yeah, I liked it too a lot. I thought it was very, very good. Yeah, it was my first time. But I, I thought it was great. And like, I sent that TikTok out before I had seen the movie. Like, probably I think whatever it came out, I sent the TikTok to you guys about the like the Mad Libs, coke, the coked up Hollywood execs just making up predator scenarios. Like, yeah, let's yeah. just uh, put them in Japan and mm-hmm. they're samurais, and yeah, yeah. Let's go with it, make it happen. But like. They legit should just do that. Yeah, of course. Like, just, keep, just keep making Predator movies set in different time periods and different parts of the world where you can explore the cultures a little bit and also have awesome Predator fights. Basically make it an Assassin's Creed. Sure. Predator's Yeah, Creed. I, but more fun. Like, you, 
Oh, I don't know. Take I've never, that, I've Ubisoft. Never, I've never no, really played Assassin's terrible. Creed game. But you get them in, like, feudal Japan. Get them in, oh, yeah. I don't know, colonial. Times. Yeah, colonial, like, uh, Africa or India and have them kill a bunch of colonizers. Drop oh, it right in the world. Oh, drop it right in the middle of World War Two. No, the Russian Revolution. Yeah, there you go. Like, yeah, and then all the Marxists capture a predator and set him loose on the czar. Yeah, yeah just, yeah. <laughs> just shit like, like that. Do the Boxer just, Rebellion. Oh, that would be fucking sick. A bunch of fucking like Shaolin monks like fighting the predator. That'd be dope. I mean, yeah, they 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 should do that. Yeah, that's exactly how they should handle it. Um, the last thing I watched, I watched the uh, new Billy Eichner's movie. Uh, Bros. Oh, you watched Bros? Uh, yeah, because you're you're not homophobic. Billy Eichner said if you didn't watch the movie, you're a homophobe. Apparently, uh oh, I better yeah. watch the movie. I think he kind of said that tongue in cheek because it didn't do very well. Yeah, no, um, I I but... like Billy Eichner a lot. Apparently, the internet hates him. I think he's hilarious. Really. I yeah. thought he was very popular on the internet. Name a woman. Yeah. Name, yeah. For a for a dollar. Name, a woman. <laughs> name any woman. <laughs> that guy was he's hilarious. Anyway, sorry, would you have I, sex with Paul Rudd? How's the movie? I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really funny. Um Yeah, it's uh it's a gay like kind of rom com love story, but like it's call not, me by your name. I, I never saw that, but I don't think it's that uh, intense. <laughs> but with like Billy Eichner's loud, dramatic, flamboyant self as the main character, like I thought, it was, I thought it was fantastic. He wrote, he didn't direct it, I don't think, but he wrote it. And uh, did you go to the cinema to watch this? Yeah, I went to that uh, that East Point movie joint. Oh yeah, it's not too far across right. the street. Across the street from the Arby's. Hell yeah. Let's get the big beef and cheddar for dinner and then went and saw oh, a gay God, movie. And what, it was really, awesome. what a fucking awesome day. Hell yeah. yeah. I, I, I um, feel like hopefully this whole show is pro Arby's because I, I will not tolerate Arby's slander. I fucking oh, love Arby's. They have me? some of the best jalapeno poppers like ever, anywhere. The Bro, poppers pop. In a relationship for like three weeks too long because they open an Arby's in um fucking <laughs> where are you guys from? <laughs> uh, where uh, where uh, you guys uh, lived in? Carroll oh, County, like Eldersburg? Eldersburg. No, no, no. Where did she live? Fuck. Why can't I think of it? Mount Airy. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. There is one in Mount Airy. Yeah. <laughs> and I discovered it. I'm like, fuck. This bitch is terrible. But there's an Arby's right here, and it's like the closest <laughs> one to me. <laughs> You could have seen the Arby's without seeing her, though. Like, that was totally an Well, no, but I had an excuse. Like, it's fucking sad as a fat man to drive 48 miles to get a big beef and cheddar. However, if, like, I'm also getting bad pussy, but there's an Arby's within, like, five minutes, that's acceptable. Like, I can justify that. All around. We got the meats. Yeah. Anyone that can afford Ving Rames for their ad campaign? We could actually probably afford Ving Rames for our ad campaign. Uh, I don't Never know. Mind. You can just do Ving Rames. Yeah, like, you're, you're not welcome bad. to movie the podcast. Yeah, I think Bros. I thought it was really. I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, I think you guys would uh, think it's funny. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to watch it. Um, that's all I watched. Uh, I fit it. We finished that up. We own the city show. That show's really good. Yeah, I loved it. I heard it's very good. Yeah, those guys are fucking pieces of shit. Yeah, for <laughs> real. Um, shocker. Uh, Gogs. 
So uh, I took our uh, our in service break, and I watched one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh movies. my god! Hell yeah! So <laughs> most something with most of these, I'm trying. Most of these <laughs> are both, uh, <laughs> uh, are rewatches. <laughs> so uh, let's just talk with the stuff that we know is great. Halloween three banger. That oh, movie, yeah. second best is, Halloween movie. That movie, it Absolutely. defies logic. How much we, people want to fuck Tom Atkins? We that on the Tom, show. yep, Tom Atkins, whole titty. Oh yeah, just a whole titty in his mouth, just like a snake. Just, and I remember, just, if I remember that correctly, like he he squirms out of he like, slithers out, out of the frame, scene, in the frame of her body. Like it is slurping. Like, he is undeterred. Like he is undeterred in his hunt for puss. And we have like, to find my father's killer. Shall I pack the negligee? Right. Yeah, she either wore, she either packed it, she bought it in the Irish town, or was under her clothes the entire time. Yeah, she's uh, like, yeah, she's like, I am definitely fucking this old man. Like, yeah. I like it is, it is on immediately. She, like, but everyone wants to fuck him. It's wild, and it's he wants wild. to fuck Anyways, everyone else. Every or has already. Yeah. So yeah. like. Uh, so anyway, Halloween three banger. Uh, Dark Man, Zany Liam Neeson. You are some good ones. Banger. Yeah. That uh, I got my Scream Factory uh, release of Dark Man. That movie is silly. Liam Neeson is a silly. He's a silly goose in that movie. Yeah, yeah. He's just, just like in, just like in uh, the gray. Too short. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Yeah. Me a, a green grocer. grocer. <laughs> I'm riddled with AIDS. Um. <laughs> But yeah, uh, that Dark Man. One of the best bits, like ever. That, bit that is show like, is tragically oh underrated. God, it's so good. One season. Yeah. Like, How do you walk? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the Johnny Depp. <laughs> he puts him in a trash can or whatever. Yeah, uh, Dark he Man. Goes to that wedding. He goes to that wedding. <laughs> he can't find his Ewok costume, so they just get a fucking teddy bear that they like hollow out and put him in. You so oh. upset. They were so upset when he just showed up in his suit. Oh my god! Um, Everybody, go watch Life's Too Short. I'm pretty sure it's still on HBO Max. It's the funniest goddamn thing. It's a good one. Oh my god, it's so um, good. Sorry, uh, guys. Oh, it's fine. Uh, I watched the original Hellraiser, and then I watched the new oh. Hellraiser. I know TJ watched the new Hellraiser. Yeah, table, yeah, so table. we table that. Did you finish uh, it? You, you I were, did. Oh, okay. I did, and I finished it better than I started it. But it's oh. still not. There's I. I have stuff to talk about. I the think original Hellraiser, Hellraiser, pretty good. The original Hellraiser, pretty good. Pretty good. Like, yeah. Fucking banger. Well, here's it? the thing about the original right. Hellraiser versus yeah. the new Hellraiser. The original Hellraiser had rules that it followed, mm-hmm. and the table, new one just table. We'll go and table. It. Yeah. Uh, I, watched, I really hated it, so we'll have a lot to talk about. Talk about a movie that follows its rules very well. I watched Hocus Pocus two. Okay. Uh, now on Disney Plus, a lot of fun if you're into the Hocus and Zoop. Is Hocuses. it? Is Sarah Jessica Parker back? I know she looks movie. legitimately good in it, and this movie is better than Hocus Pocus one. I know Hang on, a lot of water. Legitimately Go good as a normal person would view her, or with your weird, thin, thin blonde '80s well, hair. Here, I'm going to stick out for Gogs because Hocus okay. Pocus one is the best she's ever looked in anything. Okay. So if they did the same makeup and same like look, they tarted her up pretty good. It probably is because Hocus okay. Pocus one is outstanding. Yeah, Hocus Pocus one's has... a lot of fun, but Hocus Pocus two, honestly, I liked it better than Hocus Pocus one, and I like Hocus Pocus one. Yeah. This movie's Bette good, Midler and Bette Midler's a fucking treat. I don't care what you big say. Big tits. 
Yeah. And then it's got. She's like a fun actress. Like she's legitimately funny. And it's fun Barbara Streisand, like a Barbara Streisand I'd want to hang out with. And it's got got the dude from. It's got comedic timing and like. She's a legit comedic actress. She's very good, but like it's also got the damn you, damn you, Bette Midler. She uh it's got uh the 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 black fella's name from, or black fella from uh Detroit his nice name got the, the black fella from Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> yeah, oh, Sam Sam one. Sam Richardson. Narrow it down. <laughs> yeah, uh no, uh from uh from, from Detroiters uh, and from I think, I think you should leave. leave. Sam uh, I just said it, Sam Richardson. The guy that's Sam playing Richardson. Shaggy or whatever. He's the voice he's the same Shaggy. Guy? Yeah. He's fucking great in this movie. Um he's or, great in Veep. He is so yeah. good in that show. I didn't know he oh, was in Veep. Yeah, he's really he is. Good he one. comes. He's not an all. He comes in a little later, but he's uh, he's like Jonah's assistant, and he's so goddamn funny. <laughs> oh, jo- well, Jonad. Jesus, it's also <laughs> got jo- Tony Hale, jolly, the Jolly Green Jerk Off. <laughs> using Jonah for information is like using a croissant for a dildo. It doesn't do the job, and it makes a mess. Um. <laughs> Tony Hale is from uh, Arrested Development, right? Yeah, it's yeah. A, yeah. And it's more about him, Buster Bluth. More about him. Actually, he's in the, one of the movies that I watched. Surprisingly, in a very strange, dramatic role. Was it Hocus Pocus too? No, it was not. Okay, I didn't say. Um, was it I, a Dave I, Lynch I, movie? I do like. Uh, what's that? Was it a David Lynch movie? No. Okay. Uh, but I do like Hocus Pocus. I would watch Hocus Pocus too. I yeah, it's, it's 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 the original fun. was fun when I was a kid. Also, uh, I like what's her name, who's uh, the voice of Peggy Hill, and she was in Sister Act. Kathy and Jimmy. Yeah, the other witch. She's yeah. great in it too. All three witches are a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. That's all I can say. But it does, it uh, does not. It does not have Tora Birch, does it? It does not have Thora Birch. No, it's got some other new young actresses oh, who may yeah, or may not be with this kid in the original. That's right. I forgot. That was like her first. Yeah, thing, yeah. I think. With a creepy dad in the wings. Um, yeah. Seriously. Waiting for her to take her top off, and she's like, "Yeah, pop your top off yeah. and hocus pocus." If uh, um, if you don't know what they're talking about, uh, Google it. Uh, Thor Burke's yeah. dad basically fucking torpedoed her entire career. Well, I think her didn't her parents meet in a porno? Yeah, they're both. They were both porno actors. Yeah, and, well, those, like, those two... Hugh Hefner was her god, or is I guess her godfather. Well, not no more. He ain't. Well, I guess hey, oh. still technically your godfather, right? <laughs> Even though they're dead, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, Thor Birch, uh, rest Thor Birch. <laughs> uh, I also watched. <laughs> She's very much alive for career. I watched one episode of that Edge Runner show. It makes me want to play Cyberpunk real bad. I'm going to watch so the good. rest of them. Finished it, dude. It's so. It's good. fucking good. No, it's very, it's very. Interesting. Watch and it. then, oh, Sean, and the last thing, it's it's dope. And the last thing I watched was net Netflix original question mark The Ritual. Which TJ said oh, was yeah. the same director as that movie is fucking good. Like yeah. that movie is like Blair Witch scary. It's a few, and like, it's a few years old, but it's excellent. Yeah, it's uh like really good. Really, just sort of like a psychological dread kind of. How cool is woods. that? How cool is that monster? Oh my god, that monster is like nightmarish in a way that I didn't think was possible. Like it's fucking cool. Like the movies. A ton. It, it's not a ton of fun. It's full of dread, but it's really good and it's really well shot. And I can see because TJ mentioned that the guy who made it, the new Hellraiser directed that movie, and I can yeah. see why that movie. Like after watching the ritual, I could see why you would want that guy to direct a Hellraiser movie. You should watch. But he should uh, probably also have written the Hellraiser. Movie. This week, watch the Night House because <clears throat> that's really good too. Same director. Michelle. And then so I'll I'll pass it to 
TJ, and then we okay. can talk about New Hellraiser. So, uh, should I talk about Hellraiser first or the other movie? The Hellraiser. Your choice. Okay. Uh, we can talk about Hellraiser 2022. Jack, shut the fuck up! Hulu original. Uh, I, I did not like this movie at all. Uh, this hmm. movie is just very basic. It doesn't feel like a Hellraiser movie. It just feels mm-hmm. like a generic, like, it doesn't even, it feels like like a made-for-TV horror movie. Ugh. Like, it's very flat. Just bland. And boring. I don't care about any character. They That is true. They do this thing where, like... Can I first... ask you a question before you go on? Sure. Since I'm probably not going to talk very long. Um, of course. Can you make a good Hellraiser movie if you boil all the weird fetish shit out of it? Because I don't think you no. can. Well, this movie I mean, had weird fetish shit in it. It really didn't, though. It, but it, 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 was, it was light, but it was well, still... I mean, no, there. but Hellraiser is distinctly a sexual movie. You well, know it's, what a, I mean? it's, like, a, it's an allegory for yeah, sex yeah, yeah. addiction and well, drug and addiction. Right. And the thing is, like, I thought, I, I thought by casting... Uh, pinhead is female they're like oh we're gonna go back and or at least female presenting i don't mean to like uh don't misgender pinhead well i mean in the the book you know what i mean like i'm not in the book she's the book it's androgynous right or it's more female right right but but my point is is that i thought like i kept hearing you know producer speak it's like oh we're going back to the the source material more and da 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 da. first of all this movie couldn't be further away from the fucking source material The movie it sounds like a um, like you know how Silent Hill and especially Silent Hill two and three to a lesser extent are really good because it's like weird manifestations of all yeah. your trauma, yeah. and then Silent Hill four is just like a dumb action thing yeah, that has yeah. like horror yeah. elements. That's what it kind of sounds like is going on well, here, and it, and it is because like the the th- the thing is, I thought it was weird that they kept saying they kept saying, "Oh, we're going back to the book. We're going back to the book." Well, the yeah. the first movie is the book. The first movie yeah. is a very good adaptation of the book. Like well, it's considering it, Clyde Barker actually adapted it himself. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty close. And yeah. also like the the bet and Gogs I think touched on it earlier when he was talking about the first movie. Um the original the original book is very short. Like yeah. it's super short. And the it's movie 150 is, pages. The movie is short. The movie's like 97 minutes long. Perfect. Tight. This, tight. This movie is bloated doll hell. It's it's two hours and change. Ugh. None of the characters matter. They do this thing in the beginning where so uh the lead actress in this is Pamela Alden's daughter. Uh I didn't know this. The Bobby Hill? Yeah, Pamela Alden, like she's in all the Louis shows. She's yeah. Bobby Hill's voice. She's great. I like like Pamela Alden. Well, her daughter is is it also an actress, and I hate to say that she's pretty bad. Like, I don't know if this is her fault. I don't know if you gave her, like, a better script uh, that she could be better. But, like, they do this thing in the beginning. Like, I, I joked. I actually, you know, I always have my... It, it, anytime I watch a new movie, I got my my running tab of my snarky letterbox review, like, as it's going. And I was ready to be like, okay, this is, like, Hellraiser meets Euphoria. Because, like, the first ten minutes are like, okay, she's an addict. And... You know, sure, her drug use is out of control, and da 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 da, and then that's just completely forgotten about in like five minutes, and then like you're left with nothing. Like the little, the little sprinkles of character that you're given is is gone, like completely gone. And what do you have to replace it? Uh, absolutely nothing. They don't establish any rules. They don't establish what the well, the rules are. are. Well, no, no, no. They they establish rules, but the rules are dumb. 
Yeah, what are like, the rules? The rules are so. Here's the rules of the new version of what? Hellraiser. All right. The rules. <laughs> Sorry, it's always um, funny. Um, say so, the N word. <laughs> oh, I was thinking if I've had it up to here with the rules. Oh, no, there's a, you've seen that. It's always sunny where they they do like a Freaky Friday and they end up in a in a bunch of black uh, people and then Frank no. is just like is that a newer one. It's a newer one, yeah. And they have oh, a okay. song that are like what. What are the rules? And Frank just keeps saying, I'm going to say the N-word. And they're like, no, no. <laughs> it's great. It's very funny. Well, anyway, so these guys, so so here's the deal. You got, you got the lament configuration, right? And it's going through, it goes through like six stages. Like My it goes favorite like thing six... ever is when we were talking about some Hellraiser and you referred to it as the Lamont configuration. <laughs> I googled that. There's actually a picture of Lamont Sanford in all the Hellraiser gear and it's pretty amazing. Um, also, shout out to the Belisarius Memorandum, which is the MacGuffin Darkman. Um, so the, wow. the, lament, the Lament configuration, it goes through its different cycles. It goes from cube to star to 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 i don't know like barbell and every Giraffe. time it goes through one of these things right it's yeah it becomes like different shapes and like 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 a uh, fucking balloon art and yeah every time it does it it stabs it shoots out a little it shoots out a little knife this time and then whoever solves it it's supposed to get stabbed then they get dragged to hell and then it goes to its next configuration with the idea going into pointy mode in which you want to commune with leviathan the, the god of the underworld, and he will grant you, or they will grant you power, sensation, resurrection. They'll, they'll grant you some Faustian promise. Sure. So the whole movie is like based around feeding this box, like to get to the next level. So, like, the old, like, so Hellraiser was cool because okay, it was cool. Uncle Frank is- comes out of hell, and it's like, I gotta keep escaping hell, fucking kill people so I can get like human again and then we're gonna get out of here and then the the cenobites being the jailers of hell coming after him makes for this interesting it becomes effectively the proposition right for kirsty because she's got to bring frank back otherwise she's going to hell and that's fun yeah Yeah. this movie i never thought about it that way but that's actually a really good way to describe it so so then this movie the cenobites are like taunting the main because the main character like solves the first go round but she doesn't get stabbed by it and then from that point on pinhead and them are like feed the box ascend or whatever but they're like they're like taunting her into doing it like they're not they're they, they're supposed to be ambivalent to the whole situation yeah, right it totally right? goes against their entire characters like and they're like, not they're not they're not like that's the thing that makes their characters interesting like how many times have i said this about like remakes lately and reboots where they totally miss the point of what makes the character interesting. Like it comes to mind the the leather, the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre where Leatherface is 85 years old and he's like throwing chainsaws, like fucking uh, uh, 95 mile an hour fastballs and bench pressing people. It's like, he was a normal person. That's why he's scary. He's like fragile and like a normal guy. He's weird. The, The fucking Cenobites are basically ambivalent. Like they're, they're not, they're not like malicious. Like they just are like performing. They're, like a, a they're, they're law enforcement. They're they're officers, yeah. right? This, but like they're like they revel in it. It's fucking stupid. Well, also, that's where the, that's that's where the original Hellraiser. Sorry to cut you off, but that's where the fine. original Hellraiser series, right? I just had this conversation at work. I probably took up someone in my uh, marketing department too much of their time. But I was like, the first movie is this great story. People forget that in the first movie, Pinhead's barely in it. 
Yeah. Like it's more about Frank and the murders that uh, the woman commits and like Kirsty trying to figure out what's going on. Like Pinhead's sort of just like in the background. And then they latched onto that. And then the second one still at least follows the rules, but it gets a little wackier. And the third one gets full wacky. And then they just make it into slasher movies where the Cenobites are just down here slaughtering people. And, and it becomes less interesting. That's why they're yeah, all Shout bad. out to Hellraiser 3 with the fucking CD face Cenobite. Shout out to the fucking Hellraiser 3. Hellraiser 3 is bad. Hellraiser 3 is the crank 2 of Hellraiser movies. That movie is bonkers. Yeah. And I love it. But it's not good. No, it's terrible, but it's a lot of fun. It's better it's than It's a lot rest. of fun. It's better like than this, this. It's better. But this movie, this. like this movie, like the 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 Lamont the, 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 the <laughs> configuration doesn't even care who gets stabbed because Chatterer Cenobite, she stabs him with the box. Oh, and then the and it's then the so Cenobites stupid. come for him. Yeah, it's so dumb. And then that becomes like a thing where it's like you can just stab him with the box and that'll kill him. Like what? Does, but like in the second movie, the second movie was very cool about saying like because like Doctor Chenard or whatever in the second movie had all those mental patients trying to solve the box, and yeah. like even and the Cenobites made a point. It's like you can't be tricked into doing this. This has to be a choice. Like this right. is all about you making a choice. Well, the whole thing and they completely to... lost it on this. I movie. mean, it's a it's. You know, Barker is a huge Lovecraft fan. So all that is, it's another extension of the fucking Lovecraft thing, right? Like, basically, it's take take unknowable knowledge and replace it with unknowable pleasure. And that's what the Cenobites are. That's what the box is. Like, Uncle Frank is a guy that's the the ultimate degenerate, right? Like, he's a hedonist, yeah. He wants a hedonist, a better word. He wants to experience literally everything. So it leads him to the box. And then he, he goes to, like, experience things beyond human comprehension it's a very lovecraftian thing and the thing is about this movie is that they like talk about it it's it's like infuriating because the the help pinhead goes through all the stuff about oh you know all the sensory stuff but like it's hollow because i don't give a fuck i don't care about any of these characters like you mentioned the original hellraiser like I know Frank. I know Kirstie. Like, I know those characters. And that movie is super short, and you barely spend any time with those characters. But I remember them. I don't yep. remember any of these characters. And I watched this movie three days ago. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. terrible. Like, and uh, the other thing is, I got to point this out before. I know we've been going along on this one. But something I have to point out is that I would be so pissed off if I was the, the anybody in the art department in this movie or the people that came up with the actual like costumes for the Cenobites because they look incredible. Like the, the designs top notch, not going to bad mouth the designs. I think the designs are great, but they're lit too well. Like this movie is too like bright and it just looks plasticky. Is that the TV? Is is that what you're talking about? Where it looks like a TV movie. It's got that TV lighting. Exactly. And the thing is, is that it makes them look like power ranger villains. Cause it's very plastic. Like you can tell it's fake. Right. And like you don't have that go back to the original. Like the, I mean I know it's shot on film, so that yeah, all the dark as shit. But yeah, but it abstracts like a lot of the silliness of their costume yeah. if you saw it like in bright light. Like I think like uh I also that was, shit in broad daylight is not scary, it's just nope. goofy. Yeah, and it's it's really surprising because the director is very good at, at that kind of atmospheric stuff, and he just totally missed the mark. It almost feels like a studio note. To be honest, because like if you watch the ritual, uh, I mean, Alec mentioned it earlier, the monster at the end of the ritual is a crazy looking design, but it's 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 even scarier by how it's shot. 
because you don't really yeah. see it all. Like it's it's abstracted and it's cool, but I I don't know. This movie was a huge miss for me. I I did not like it. I I thought it was just incredibly bland and it it it's funny because they a couple I think a year ago, uh, Hulu came out with they must have had a deal with Barker because they came out with like a books of blood movie and that was really fucking bad. Like Clyde Barker yeah. has had a lot of misses. Um, yeah, so. Ghost Ghosts of Mars. Hey, oh God, Ghosts of Mars. Not his, but still bad. Uh, I'm thinking of a uh, Midnight Meat Train. That was really bad. Oh, that sucked. Peter uh, Jones is not good in that movie. Also, that... Uh, one last thing, guys. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. Uh, because uh, follow us, uh, follow Movie the Podcast on uh, TikTok, please. Uh, I'm fully engulfed in the horror talk universe. Like people reacting to horror movies, and I have kind of just and i kind of already knew this because i've been around horror fans all my life because i am a horror fan but like uh horror fans are maybe worse than like marvel fans because people mm. that people that are like i don't know their whole personality is wrapped around like horror franchises they're like oh, i love this movie it's fantastic it's like the greatest movie they're saying this as they have like this $400 sideshow collectible pinhead and they're wearing the fucking Hellraiser t-shirt. Yeah, try, like, try being married to that person for six years, TJ. Let me know how that works out for you. I'm good. I'm real good. I mean, <laughs> I, and I Christ. love that stuff. You can ask Liz. <laughs> I mean, you know me. Like, <laughs> I was talking I, about me. <laughs> I love, I fucking love Hellraiser and I love, yeah. you know, I love Hellraiser one through three, but like, you can still objectionably not I mean, this movie is not good. Like, I you, I think you're borderline delusional if you think this is, like, a good movie. You can enjoy it. There's enjoyable aspects to it, but as, like, a whole. Yeah. Some of the, like, some of the kills are fun. Some of the, like, the yeah, scenes the, are the, shot well. I, I will say that the, I thought the gore effects were great. I thought they yeah. did a really good job with some of the special effects, but, like, I, overall. I loved, like, I don't know. I got, I, I love, like, all the wacky, like, all the wacky like architecture shit that was happening that was, at that mansion. That I thought was, that was kind of dope. That was fun. I wish there was kind of more of it. I did like that. But like it just it does it does fall flat and it's not compelling and it kind of it misses the mark, which is a shame. And it and it also to me like I think the worst part about it is is that like it it it's a reboot, right? But like it doesn't establish anything. It doesn't how can you have a reboot that does no personality? Like, there's nothing. Like, what about this movie is compelling to start? Like, to have another movie? Like, I don't even know. Like, nothing. It's an IP people are familiar with. That's it. But that's already yeah. established. It's it's like that. You know that. that has but that's all. To... That's all it needs, TJ. Like, yeah. the, you're asking a question. Like, well, yeah. And I'm speaking about those people that I just talked about that are just going to yeah. be like, oh, it's great, it's fantastic. Like, yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, a very very mid movie for me. Uh, God, mid. I I did not. I think you liked it a little bit more than me. But I I, I like. I mean, it's like a, it's probably like a six. Wow, really? Oh God, it's no. a five six. It's like you know, it's not. It's not. I didn't hate it, but it's not like as good as the original. It's not. It, I'll tell you this: it's the best Hellraiser we've had in a long time. I mean, that may be true, uh, but, but it, yeah, it, but like, I would but, rather listen to Gogs' description about the Hellraiser where the typewriter kills people than watch right, this yeah. movie. I think <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fair. Um, all right, so I got one more. Sorry, I went long, so I'll make this short. This is a, a fucking incredible movie. It's probably gonna make my best of the year list. I watched the movie called What Josiah Saw. Um fucking uh 
hear me now. Hear me now. Hear me now. I can't yeah. say that anymore, can I? Uh, you can. Well, her actual fake too. And Shutter, you did. Shutter is the new A24. Mark my words. Oof. Another Oof. Shutter original. Two Shutter originals are going to make my top ten this year. Shutter Watch banger. And this, what Josiah saw. This movie is so fucking good, but this movie kind of falls in line with something like Irreversible or X Drummer, where Ooh. it's a fucking masterpiece. But can't I, recommend it to anybody. It's going to be a hard <laughs> recommend uh, because it deals. And now I will say that it it's it's not graphic in what it depicts, but the subject matter that it broaches is tough it's mm. very tough it's about uh so um robert patrick that's his name right the t1000 robert patrick. Yeah. so he yeah. kind of plays a more deranged version of his character from peacemaker like okay less racist more uh abusive father like a sexually abusive father trade up yeah i guess <laughs> uh but anyway the movie, yeah. the movie is about him and his son, who is, they never explicitly say it, but his son seems a little slow, perhaps touch, you know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe a learning disabled. Um, but then I don't, I don't want to give anything away because this movie has like an amazing ending and I, I will keep it spoiler free. But after the ending, there's a, you question kind of everything you've watched in the movie. But anyway, it's about him, the son and the son's, his other two kids. Um, and basically, uh, it starts out pretty innocuous where it's just Robert Patrick and the son. They live on this this weird old farm. And you can tell something's off. Like, the whole time, just something seems off. But you don't know what it is. And then it's almost like a like a, the movie is set up almost like an anthology where uh, it's split up into chapters. And each chapter is about um, a different member of the family. And Nick Stahl, you guys remember Nick Stahl? He's back. Uh, has an amazing from performance in this Terminator movie. 3? From Terminator the- 3, the yellow bastard from Sin City. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, um, okay. He shows up. So basically, he's completely fucked up. He's like this small-time hood. He's like a junkie, but he's running. He's basically doing, like, low-risk, low like, GTA heist for this, like, fucking country drug dealer. This whole movie is very uh appalachian american gothic kind like, of like um kind of director we love jeff nichols jeff nichols or scott cooper this removed, this, cooper, movie, yeah. this movie was like a horror version of like out of the furnace for me which is oh, my yeah. word. i love that movie um but anyway so nick stall is like all fucked up and he's you know he, like each of these segments are very different. Like the first segment feels like a fucking unsettling horror movie. Again, that has like rising tension that you don't understand why everything is so tense, but you feel something is going to like roil over and and get you. Then the Nick stall part is this weird sort of like country, like they're robbing some, uh, some uh, gypsies at this fair. And that seems like unsettling. And there's like mystical parts that go into that. And then the the next segment is about the sister and she's basically she's like also in this nihilistic spiral where she's trying to she's trying to adopt a kid. Her husband is played by 
Tony Hale. That's right. I was talking about him earlier. But he looks so much different, and he's in his serious role that I, the whole time I was like, wait a minute, do I know that guy? I, I could not place where I knew him. And then I looked it up afterwards. I was like, oh, it's Buster. Um, but she's trying to get a child, but she's like on the verge of suicide. And it's just very, very, this whole movie is very dark and sad. And they all come together because uh, a, uh, a gas company wants to buy the family farm where Robert Patrick and the son still live. And uh, Nick Stahl gets word of this and he's going to go collect the sister and they're going to go to the house, but neither one of them want to go to the house and you don't know why. And I'm just going to leave it there. I don't want to say anything else because again, the ending of this movie is fucking chef's kiss. Oh, I forgot to mention that it's hinted at at the beginning. Well, it's not hinted at it. It's explicitly said in the beginning of the movie that their mother killed themselves under very suspicious circumstances and there's just this, it's just this layer of tension and sadness and darkness. And when they finally like unearth what that is and like the movie just kind of like keeps spiraling. I mean, this movie is a fucking, I, I fucking loved it. I mean, again, it is not something for everybody. If you're sensitive towards, you know, sexual abuse, uh, again, nothing's like explicit. Like there's no... There's no like rapes or anything on screen, but like but it's just kind of like this heavy atmosphere of that stuff in the movie. Well, that and like what eventually they talk about is just very hard to take. And and again, like it's more about the tonality of the whole thing. But I I thought it was great. I thought the performances were great. I thought the writing was really good. It shot incredibly well. Um, I, again, it's going to end up in my. I, this is a, a fucking. This is an incredible film. Did you um, see, um, real quick, uh, th- that French movie, The Sadness Triangle, or whatever the fuck that is everybody's talking about? Oh, uh, you're talking about uh, Don't uh, don't Say a Word or whatever? That's another Shudder one that's out there. Uh, are you talking about the one on the boat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have not seen that. I heard it's very okay. good. Um, oh, the one I'm talking about is called Speak No Evil, and I'm going to watch that this week. That's another Shudder original that people are raving about. But this yeah. What Josiah Saw... Uh, it gets huge recommendation. If you can, if you can stomach the subject matter, it is. Would a- you recommend it to Alec? No. Okay. <laughs> well, only because Alec. Well, I mean, Alec's my barometer and, and for not, like that not, kind of. But that's well, not, just, That's nothing against Alec, but no. Alec does not like. No, it's certainly not something against Alec. No, yeah, in no, fact, it's anything. It's against us. Alec, Alec does not enjoy movies about horrible people. And that's what this is. And this movie is, it's a meditation on like surviving with horrendous trauma. Like that's, you know what I'm going to, I'm going to go back to like my biggest shock ever when Alec gave only God forgives like a five or something, which I was fucking blown away by. Like, Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very good. Also, uh, the director liked my letterbox review and follows me on letterbox now. So shout out yeah. to you. Cause that was fucking amazing. I was like, Holy shit. I like saw it. It was like a name, you know, usually on letterbox. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like clown penis 64. <laughs> loved your right. like review. No, it was like this guy. I was like, wait a minute. I know that name. I just looked it up. And yeah. He follows me on letterbox now. So shout out to you. I forgot your name already, but like, <laughs> um, your shit's really, I, I love this movie. Like I, yeah. I, uh, 
and it, it's like a lot of movies like I, I, I you know I've talked a lot about uh, uh, Gaspar No and movies that like once you turn it off it just like sits with you for a while and you kind of feel uncomfortable like that's what this like I just I couldn't stop thinking about this movie once it went off like again I, I'd love to talk spoilers because there's a lot to like dive into in this movie but I don't want to I don't want to ruin it for anybody uh, it's Shutter Original go watch it uh, what Josiah saw uh, fantastic movie 10 out of 10 it, fantastic again with this and watcher like they're it, they're gonna end up at the top 10 list like i don't see how like they're not uh, so watcher's probably better than this and more easy like any Accessible. i can recommend i can recommend watcher to ever anybody yeah. but this again this falls into the I mean, X Drummer was the first movie I thought of when I watched yeah. this, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's that's something that I can just I can you know I can't just go, hey, check out X Drummer, check out Irreversible, you know, it's, yeah. it's not it's not if not you're a sad everybody. degenerate like me and you, check it yeah. out. Yeah, if you like, if I mean, if you're if you're into like nihilism, if you like Cormac McCarthy, this feels like a very this feels very Cormac McCarthy, like it's yeah. very very good. Anyway, uh, that's all. Who hasn't gone yet, Sean? Yeah. Uh, well, since we're running way late, I'm just going to. Well, talk we about haven't it. we haven't talked in two. No, it's fine. It's a double stuff episode, so you can just listen to it and have to pretend like we recorded last week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I watched. Go. I had this moment where, like, uh, you guys are familiar with Brooklyn Nine Nine, or at least the memes from Same. Yeah. Yes. We're uh, what's Rosa? She's like, I've only had this puppy for ten minutes, but if anything ever happened to it, I would kill myself and everybody in this room. I had that experience with the anime Berserk, the golden, yeah. uh, the the golden era, the golden parts era. one, how, two, and three. How, how good is that? It's really good, and I didn't know shit about Berserk except for the Dreamcast game, which I didn't really realize was part of something else. And now I have big opinions on the whole series, even though I just found out about it recently. Yeah. The Dreamcast game is actually canon, which is kind of yeah. wild. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll skip over because it's three movies and it's about four and a half hours, uh, which I watched all in one sitting. Uh, wow. I'm gonna skip the first two parts and just yeah, the skip third right to. The best. <laughs> yeah, the third I'm gonna skip right to, and I'm glad I could tag this up on stuff we were talking about already. So I'm gonna talk about the eclipse, which might be some of the most disturbing horror I've ever seen in my entire life. And also, uh, there are villains in Berserk that, and like I, I've gotten a lot of stick for this in the past. I like. Um, system villains not like system kickers or uh system running backs but like <laughs> where their primary function is to enforce some kind of cosmic system that they have no feelings about oh so you'll like love the, uh, you love the god hand right that's what which i'm talking are, about yeah. basically the cenobites like it's very yeah yeah, 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 yeah and yeah. that's that's what i you know when you guys were talking about that and also like i love the architect and the matrix and i think i'm like the only person that loves that scene yeah but um that whole idea it's like i don't care about this but my job is to enforce you know the 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 system in the matrix or the uh the order of hell or in this case the flow of causality like i don't I have no personal stake in this. This is just what I do. And that's the scariest kind of villain, the one that has no opinion or no motive. It's like, I just run this program. Yeah, you can't that's, you can't appeal to that villain. Right. Like, it's it's, no. it's right. why the, the Kyle Reese thing in the first Terminator, right? Like, it's like, you cannot reason with it. You cannot, it will not stop until you are dead. Like, it has one function, and that's all it performs. Um, but Berserk fucking rules, man. Like, and I don't usually like medieval stuff, but yeah, this really is really good. good. 
Yeah, it's got and the animation. Bit, the animation in those movies is really cool too. Yeah, like I, it's got a little bit of jank CG. Uh, not like the 2016 Berserk, which I now hate, even though I've only seen like two episodes and really, like I'm way really behind. Bad. But it's there's a lot of um, CG compositing, especially on these big battle scenes. So I get why they did it because it would take them like 20 years to animate all the shit that's going on. But it's like it's not so much bad as it is noticeable. Yeah, and sometimes that's that's tough. But like the eclipse will fuck you up, and like some of the subject matter in there again, talking about some of the dark sexual stuff. Like it is very um, anime rapey. Like it's got a lot of that, but it's also intensely homoerotic, uh, and I like that. <laughs> and Berserk, well, it's fucking awesome. But it's like it's one of those things where it's like it's impossibly dense. There's like so. The manga of Berserk is so long that just the synopsis is of there's one guy that does a synopsis of the entire manga, and I think it's in five arcs. So there's the the Black Swordsman arc, the and Golden it's not done. It's not finished. yeah, the, the Golden Probably Age. Done. There's um Conviction, uh the Millennium Falcon or the War. What the fuck is it? The, yeah, the War uh, of Millenn- you're right, you're right. War of yeah, Millenn- yeah, yeah. War of Falcons Millennium. Like yeah, some shit. And then uh Fantasia. So each yeah. one of just the synopses is like six hours long. Yeah. Just to tell you basically what happened. So I mean it is like impossibly thick. Of course the guy died like yeah. right before died it ended. Last year. Uh, yeah. So after uh, that guy, well, but like so God's the rumor, dogs the rumor is Sean that uh the studio so that studio that made those three movies, yeah, they were supposed to make everything. That was the deal. They were supposed to make after those three movies, they were supposed to make Black Sword. They were supposed to do every arc. That was yeah. the deal. And the studio dissolved. They lost money. It was like a COVID thing, apparently. But now, if you go to the official like Berserk website, there's a, there's a countdown time. Yeah, motherfucker, I know that. I'm now like a full oh, on Berserk in. expert. So, yeah, I'm so like we, might, deep. we yeah. might get a new Berserk uh, yeah. either series of movies or a new show, hopefully. So. Berserk is a, a film that is made directly for Gogs because it's all about big meaty men with swords bent on revenge and family. Like, oh, I watched I the first like... Berserk. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Oh, okay, you got to okay, watch the, the other two. The yeah. third one is the best one. I mean, the first, yeah. the first two are great, but the third, I, when the once the eclipse happens, it it all. It, oh my god. Yeah. But uh, anyway. That's all I watched. Nice. So, yeah. Watch. Uh, watch about it. It's not as good, but watch Edge Runners. I think you'll really like Edge Runners. I will. Yeah. But uh, uh, that's everything. So, right? do you want to talk about Young Guns? Dude. Young Guns Dose. Uh, do you want, Gogs, do you want me to run it down real quick so we can just get to talking well, about it? Save you that. Or Alec, someone, some Alec or you. Either oh, way. Alec, your call. Sean, you do it. Okay, thank you. Uh, it opens up with <laughs> um, um, Emilio Estevez in hilarious Guy Pierce makeup from Prometheus, telling his story to the dad from Get Out. Uh, he is questionably Billy the Kid. It goes into Pat Garrett and uh, uh, Billy's leftover remnant gang, which still includes Chavez, Chavez, now including a uh, complete scumbag Christian Slater. And they go around, they're doing their gang thing, and then Pat Garrett gets deputized, he sells out, and he comes back to kill Billy the Kid. That's the movie. Basically, yeah. 
And yeah. Cam from uh, Cam shows up from Ferris. Oh yeah, well, there's everybody's in this movie. Like fucking uh, Vigo Mortensen's in Vigo, it. Vigo, Vigo Mortensen is in it. Yeah. That's right. Vigo Mortensen, who like he's he's got to be crazy young in this, movie, but he looks the same age as he yeah, does exactly. in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> chiseled, beautiful yeah. man. So does so does William Peterson. Yeah. Can we talk about how good of an actor William Peterson actually yeah. is when so he's not he in television really shows? I, I was yeah. going to say that, like, I, I was like, I wonder if this is my, if this is, like, residue from uh, how much Manhunter. I love Manhunter. <laughs> yeah. But, like, he's really good in this movie. Like, he's I was really shocked. good in uh, To Live and Die in L.A., too. He's fantastic yeah. in that movie. It's yeah, just he, that show is so fucking bad. CSI. Like, it, he was terrible in that, uh, the beast miniseries oh yeah that's really bad the peter benchley's the yeah. beast about like the gigantic squid oh, yeah. Yeah, in the pacific true. northwest that was so yeah. bad it's really bad yeah um but he's really good in this movie like i'm actually like i thought it was weird you know we talked in the last episode i thought it was weird that they recast him but i kind of get it now because like that other guy, I don't remember him at all, but like the performance. Well, he's that... just John Wayne's son. That's why he's, a, it's like stunt casting. That's why he's oh. in that movie. Well, you can see why you would want to put the movie, this movie on his shoulders, basically, because he's got a big, beefy part in this. The, the thing that sucks about this movie, and I guess it's not really the fault of the movie, mm-hmm. is that I wish Peterson as Pat Garrett was part of the gang in the first movie. Yeah, because like they have to kind of rush through that, and it loses some of the like. And I, I don't mean to jump all over the place, um, but mm-hmm. it loses some of the the gravitas at the end, even though it's performed really well. And I get what's going on. Like I, if he had been around longer, I think it would have worked better. And I, I don't know if anybody agrees, but no, I definitely kind of agree. I it feels I was, it feels a little disconnected. I agree. Characters in the first movie, though, right? That's like you're my friend, right, Pat? That's, yeah, he's but like definitely- for like a couple minutes in one of the dance yeah. scenes, right? Like he's not in it much. No, they know he's, each other, but like, he's not yeah. part. Of he's not part movie. of the gang. Yeah. And also like the first movie was a surprise hit, right? They yeah. Didn't, if they, they had not. known it was going to do what it did, I'm sure they wouldn't have just cast. Uh, what's his name? Son. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Can I, wonder I... If his, I wonder if his son hated native Americans as much as he did. <laughs> It's getting mm. goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> Had to be oh. held back from assaulting a woman on stage. Oh, but he yeah. loved Mexicans. Uh, you know, weird. Alec, that yeah. wasn't just any stage. That was at the fucking Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't just like, <laughs> it was like the fucking Oscar ceremony. Fucking psychopath. Wait, yeah. I'm not. Wait, what? John Wayne basically was. He was about to. So, uh, what's his ahead. name? Uh, Marlon Brando won, Brando won an Oscar. Okay. Yeah, for I guess for good I, I can't remember what it was. What which, streetcar maybe? I don't know, maybe. But he sent this Native American actor up there to accept on the waterfront, probably. Him, yeah, to accept his award and basically just bring talk about the plight of Native Americans. Yeah, it was like proto woke, and John Wayne was so angry he had to be held back from rushing the stage and beating the shit out of her. Yeah. <laughs> Be quiet! You're gonna wake up John Wayne. Oh, I'm already <laughs> I'm up. Already up. Oh, <laughs> yeah, John Wayne, big piece of shit. Uh, but uh, what was I? I forgot. What I was gonna say. I I just want to get out on Front Street and say that one of my biggest problems with this movie is I hate the fucking 
old man Billy the Kid like bookends oh, to this. Movie? Yeah, the the wraparound. You don't need it not, at all. No, not at all. So that is actually historically accurate. The old Still man though. claiming to be yeah, yeah, the old man. Yeah, that guy claimed to be Billy the Kid looking for a pardon. Like that's yeah. I guess so the, I guess that's the only true. I guess Pat Garrett did. And also, like I, I mean, I, obviously, like this movie is kind of plays fast and loose with its history, but uh, I feel like having him as the old man like you you don't know they could have killed billy the kid early <laughs> like he could have died at the end i mean he supposedly dies well he, well here's the problem right if they're gonna do that cast somebody else that vaguely looks like him because in the language of the film if it's emilio estevez playing him in old man makeup then you have told me that he definitely exactly. survived that yeah. yeah yeah exactly and i just i just don't feel it's needed also, uh, it's fun to see talking about uh, actors that you know as old men. It's fun to see young, uh, what's his name, uh, Bradley Whitford as the yeah. as yeah. the the lawyer was. Fun. That's his name, right? It's yeah, yeah. yeah. dude. Yeah. How good is James Coburn in the five minutes he's in oh, this fucking he's, movie? He he's rules. Awesome. He's so good. <laughs> he's got that like very like old Hollywood like you bastards, yeah. you're good. Like, oh, Billy you're bastard. I don't know you a goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, that shit was that was like one of the best scenes in the movie. I love that scene. That scene was awesome. There's a lot of great scenes in this movie, but like Sean, you said it earlier. Like this movie. It's funny because I don't think this movie is bad by um by any means, but like it doesn't have the insanity that the first like the first one's like barely a movie like it's yeah it's held together by like moxie and like duct tape. This movie yeah. feels like a real movie, and I'm like I kind of miss the insanity of the it's, first it, one. It, it suffers for its competence, right? Exactly, that's a good way to put like. It. I think this is a better movie, like and like again, like from a craft perspective, and like although I hate the score. Like the score is fucking atrocious. The score is really bad. Well, um, you hate the score because you know that Blaze of Glory is just mm-hmm. sitting there on the shelf. Just <laughs> yeah. it should be should be played right. over every well, it's, it's second like, of this movie. It's, it's, it's like, like in uh, there's like in Man, Man, Man in the Moon. Yeah. How REM did? Yeah. They said REM did the score for Man in the Moon. REM just took the song Man in the Moon and like slowed it down sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And it was right. the same song, just like. <laughs> That's what they. Sh- this is the movie they should have done that with with Blaze of Glory. It's like, like when we those about- notes should have been, like the first notes <laughs> yeah. of the song should have been all over this fucking movie. Like it yeah. should have been everywhere. There's it's like, like when we talked barely about, um, any Bon Jovi in this movie. Like when we talked about a uh, fucking Creed and like everybody praised the restraint Ryan Coogler has to not use "Gonna Fly Now" until like the very end of the movie. I would have been mashing the "Gonna Fly Now" button the entire like over the dialogue <laughs> and shit. That's all you would have heard. <laughs> Like this is the first, the first, the first second the movie starts. Yeah, but um, like the movie has like really funny bits too. Like the fuck, uh, Emilio Estevez is unfortunately like a little bit more tame. Yeah, I think in this one, in in this movie, but but I don't know. But he's like, but he's like, I think he's like goofier though. He's just like kind of a weird. Yeah, he doesn't seem as unhinged. Like he's less uh, Heath Ledger Joker, more Caesar Romero Joker. In this, like, yeah, I, I feel like his performance in the first movie was like him sort of improvising, and this was him kind of watching his performance in the first one and trying to duplicate it. Well, That's I think what yeah. it seemed like to me. The, 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 well, I think part of the problem is too is that like um, 
the this movie is the Billy the Kid show, and the first movie, even though he's like very prominent in it, obviously, like is more of an ensemble piece. Yeah, no, like this is that. his movie, so he's carrying a lot of the load in this. Yeah, it, so he can't just be like a fucking lunatic the whole movie. Like if you know we directed it in modern day. Yeah. Also, the the idea of a guy named Emilio Estevez that can barely muddle through Spanish is fucking hysterical. <laughs> also, more, uh, more pies being thrown in the background. I, 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 <laughs> I, also, a little bit. Uh, I don't know the actor's name, but he's like been in a thousand movies. But I'll always remember him as the Joker's henchman, Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He shows up in the movie and uh, yeah, yeah. a very young Balthazar Getty shows yeah. up in the movie. And the Prince of Piss. Yeah, the Prince of Piss. <laughs> like, that was fun. Like, yeah. Uh, I like uh, how this is a proto Fast and the Furious. So he's like, I guess you don't know the meaning of the word pals. I'm like, am I supposed to take the word pal serious? Was that like a heavier way to denote friendship back in the day? Yeah. Uh, I, I guess. <laughs> Also, Gogs mentioned it right at the top of the show, but shout out to this movie for uh, nudity in PG thirteen, like yeah, fan- wild, yeah, fantastic. And wild. also, the movie is also incredibly violent again. It's uh, I'm gonna- super violent. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I did a double take. I was like, "This is PG thirteen? Like it's like yeah. oh, it's people sp- getting got." Speaking of, I mean, enough- people are getting got. It has nudity. It has legit like grave robbing. Yeah, like, digging up <laughs> digging up corpses. This, yeah. this movie, this movie has everything. Uh, kind of rules. Speaking of so. uh, guys that are in a ton of shit, the the guy that plays like the shithead, like sheriff, or like he's the deputy, he keeps taunting the young guns, and then later on, Billy the Kid like shoots him from the window. That guy yeah. has been in a million like horror movies and shit. I I can't place his uh his name, but yeah. he's one of those guys or another guy that I only know from being old, an old man, but like I recognized him like immediately. Um. But, uh, I got to deduct a couple points from this for uh, Chavez not wearing his fucking spirit world makeup, which yeah. I still stand by. Should have been wearing the entire time. Also, Kiefer Sutherland's kind of superfluous in this. Like, I don't, I don't like Doc the character probably because I hate poets. Yeah, like in general, I don't know if and that's the movie's it. fault. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Right, I make a <laughs> rhyme every time. But uh, yeah, and also like he's kind of. Like I will say though, he almost makes up for it because his death scene is kind of kind of rad. Like, yeah, that death. Scene but I think the Chavez bad. scene works better for me because you don't expect it. Where he's like, "Yeah, they took me when they took Doc," and it's like, "Oh shit." Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I thought that Lou Diamond Phillips was kind of underrated in both of these movies. I thought he did yeah. great. Yeah, I thought he was really good in both of these. Dude, Christian Slater's really good in this movie. It's like I killed sixty-four men, not even including the Indians and Mexicans. Yeah. Also, uh, the scene where he goes to Mexico and like they—I'll give him credit because you want to talk about restraint. So like, he goes to those two guys and he's like, "Oh, you know my name," and they're just like, they just kind of nod and it's like, "Oh, he, they're gonna kill him," and they cut yeah. away from it. And then you don't—you don't find out he dies until the fucking animal house. Did he get like beheaded? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought that was that was fun. I enjoyed that quite a bit. And he probably died just happy as a clam. Because all he cared about was that people knew who he was. Well, that's the whole theme of the movie, right? It's like everybody just wants a name. So, like, he wants to be somebody. Pat Garrett wants to be somebody. That's why that line from Billy Soap is like, you ain't never going to be me, Pat. You're yeah. always just going to be the guy that shot Billy the Kid. Yeah. I. I and then he yeah. just turns his back on him, which is, like, the ultimate Chad move. Like, yeah, go ahead and shoot me in the back. 
which is is uh, historically always the story that he did. He shot Billy in the back in the dark. That was yeah. the uh, that the, and um, Cameron or the guy from the the vice mayor from Spin City or whatever his name. I can't remember what his name is. Alan uh, Right, right. He wants a name. And he's like, you got a name. It's Buckshot George. He's like, no, man, I got my name. He's like, that's a good name, too. Like, it's like I need the emotional beats are written really well. But again, they need to, like, be attached to characters we've been with longer. So, like, if that whole gang had been together in the first movie, a lot of that shit works a little bit better, I think, in this movie. Yeah, no, I agree. Also, uh, talking about actors that I recognized, but I didn't realize who they were until after the movie, the the mayor or the governor. That's yeah. uh, Herschel from The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a bunch of Frank Darabont projects as well. It's like, I know that guy. That's why. Not to be confused with a future Senator Herschel Walker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you mean future, <laughs> pre- future yeah. president, right? The yeah. Hard Times article they put out, or the Hard Times. I don't read any articles about that, but the headline, like we sat down and talked to Herschel Walker about his uh, <laughs> politics, and he gave us $450 for an abortion. <laughs> 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 that's pretty good yeah. um but yeah uh anything else guys we've we've talked a lot about the movie gods like you didn't seem to be as like interested in this one uh it didn't it really didn't do it for me like it seemed yeah. like honestly i mean you guys say it's a more competent movie i felt like it was just sort of more of a mess like i didn't really? like well i yeah i just didn't here's, like here's here's sure. here's what i think right like and maybe sure. this i can get we can balance it off right so this movie has like internal drama uh th- it has an external drama that's like a little bit more present and that you can identify with because it's pat chasing them down right like it's their friend yeah. coming after them uh they've got the infighting in the gang they're like everywhere they go they're not wanted so like i feel like that propels the movie a lot more whereas in the first one it's like we gotta, you know, do the Tunstall thing, but then we gotta stop and have a jig and Kiefer Sutherland's marrying some dry cleaning token. Oh yeah, no, you're it's right. Like it's There's all like, over the fucking place. That's 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 true. I guess maybe I just didn't. And and what's his name's good? At, um, what the guy from Manhunter? Well, I can't think of his name. Oh, Peterson. Uh, Peterson's Peterson. good in the movie, and Viggo Mortensen's good in the movie. They're hunting them down. But I don't. I don't ever feel like I know they tried, and I think this is to whoever's point was that it'd be better. If Peterson was in the first movie more. Yeah. Like I don't feel the betrayal. Like I don't feel right. Like to like we already talked about like the proposition, right? Like that. Like you don't feel like that's happening in this movie. It doesn't seem like William Peterson really even cares that much. Honestly, like he's more concerned about getting the story right and like having that author follow him around like it's yeah i don't know which is also true that really happened um i don't know it just didn't like it just didn't do it for and i i think i prefer a more a more like janky like a janky but like a darker like like emilio estevez he does seem like he's sort of playing it more safe but he's trying to like he is trying to like be a facsimile of being silly fun Billy sure, sure. yeah but he doesn't like the the i'll make you famous line that never showed up in the first movie right that's all from this movie no, right that's in the first movie who do you say that to he says it all he says it at least a couple of times well, I I feel feel like he, he says it like uh, like a he says a lot times in, in this, this yeah. movie no he um, it's like his entire modus operandi in this but like, he said it in the first movie yeah and like the whole bit with like old man in the front like in the yeah in the bookends and then like I mean, whole, Gogs, you're like, definitely right. This movie is like significantly lighter 
even though like i would say like tonally it's story-wise narrative-wise it's darker but like it's played very light and i can see why that's like kind of jarring and like hard to resonate with you know what i mean it it just didn't it just did not it did it for me less than the first one right i I don't hate i don't hate it but it's just like i don't like it if this is if everyone else's scores are going up on number two mine are not yeah well, I, mm. what did I? I gave the first one like you a, gave the first one an, an eight. eight. Everyone yeah. gave it. Every I gave. We all gave it eights except for Alec gave it a ten. Yeah. So let's get into five so, noble shovels. So it would be impossible for Alec to give it a higher score. He can give it an eleven. He's allowed. It's his day. I don't think. I don't want to cross. That's a Rubicon. I don't think we should cross. Yeah. Whatever that means. It's a G. I like. It's, oh, I thought it was a sandwich. <laughs> um, that's a Rubicon. So, <laughs> Imagine if you, Ruben Kahn. Oh, convention of just Ruben sandwiches. Right. Oh like it's got coleslaw. It's a Rachel Kahn. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh. I quit. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, all right. So. Uh, uh, this one's also an eight. Uh, I, again, like, I, I don't know. Like I like this more as just a standalone movie. I lo- I prefer the first one as an experience. <laughs> Again, makes, because I it's right. Like this is like the this is the uh, desperado to the first one's El Mariachi. I think it feels like more like a remake of the first one than a sequel to An Evil Dead Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like it is the Evil Dead Two to Young Guns Evil Dead. <laughs> Uh, it's a lot of fun. Like, uh, I, I like that it has a definite thing on its mind where it's like everybody wants a name. Like, it has a theme and they stick to it. And I'm a sucker for Western. I'm softer on Westerns than I am, I think, any other genre. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and everybody's good in it. Like, I don't think there's any bad performances. I do agree that uh, um, Emilio Estevez is not as like unhinged in the first one. And I would have loved to see him just go like completely batshit nuts the entire movie. But like, I just don't think for a movie where they're trying to make a bunch of money appeal to a wide audience, having him go like full on like Jim Jarmusch crazy would work particularly well. Although like, I also got to knock off points for like, it was in that era where Emilio Estes with his shirt open was going to get somebody wet. Like that guy's <laughs> like, I'm in better shape than he is like right now. And nobody will let me take my shirt off in a movie. Mm. So, yeah. So it's got that Kevin Costner thing where it's like, you know, you're, you're still kind of fat, but not like as fat as most people are. So right, right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a time uh, to be alive. Right. Uh, I want Alec to go last. Cause like, I want, I like, here having him angry on a high note. He, he is the uh, preeminent young gun scholar uh, <laughs> TJ um, I'm going to give this one a 7 I still enjoyed this movie a lot I didn't enjoy it as much as the first one I, there's some little little things I, I really wish we could change like I, like I said I really don't like the wraparound like at all I actually forgot like we've talked about this a thousand times but like you know especially with movies in our youth you forget about the parts, like the parts that you didn't like when you were a kid, you completely forget about. Yeah. And I've seen this movie a million times. I want to say that I had both of these movies on like a a VHS tape that I taped off a cable. Like I had them on like SLP mode. Like I had both of them on one tape and I watched them all the time. 
but I don't remember the wraparound like at all. Like I don't remember. No. And, and as soon as that was introduced, I was like, Ooh, Ooh, you might've edited that for TV, honestly. Well, it was, on, it was like for from time. HBO Gogs. Thank you very much. Oh, well then never mind. They don't do that. <laughs> HBO, HBO time is irrelevant. <laughs> time is irrelevant to the home box office. That should be their slogan. Uh, uh, but uh, I, I don't like the wraparound, but, and I, I, again, like I said before, I miss kind of the bonkersness of the first one and how like like terribly paced the first one was. Like the first one like just blew its load and then it like had a like it blew its load and then it was like desperately trying to like oh yeah this is a movie still and then it's, it's just insane like at the just end. like fucking frantically jerking off trying to get it back up. <laughs> yeah, and and we all know it ain't coming back. No, uh, no, this yeah, is yeah. done. This is the really real world. There ain't no coming back. There, uh, Strap a popsicle stick to it. And yeah, it's, it it's almost like an art film, and it's like irregular pacing. Yeah, it's great, and and yeah. they like they blow their load early. They don't know what to do. They kind of <laughs> meander around in the middle, and then the ending is absolutely insane and, and incredible. Also, um, yeah. this movie is a real movie, and it's a good movie. It's full of like it is. Like I think you said it, Sean. It's it's like a better movie. Like the yeah. performances are better. Like it actually feels like someone actually sat down and wrote it. Right. <laughs> like, like, like one person, one, not the everybody. First, the first one just kind of happens, right? Like I think Alec mentioned it last time, but like the the um the gun battles are kind of awkward in the first one because they yeah. were like all improvised. Like <laughs> I mean, that kind of shit is is cool. Like, and you feel yeah. it, and it makes it it makes the movie really they weird. Just spun all those boys up and let them loose. But this movie feels like a real movie, and it's weird to say, but it's like it's t- like I think uh, I it I suffers agree with you. by being real. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's it. Oh well, it only suffers. By being judged against the original, if you watched it as its own movie, it's like pretty great. But uh, it, it's still a good movie. I enjoyed it. I, I this, it just, this this movie has like a twenty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is fucking insane. I mean, yeah, fuck Rotten Tomatoes. But yeah, now this movie's a lot of fun. I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, not as much as the original, but just by like a hair. And yeah. uh, what's her name is very hot. The 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 naked chick in this movie, her riding a yeah. horse. I don't know. I, I think uh, that that awoken something in me that, uh, you know, I don't know. You want to fuck horses now. Maybe I want to fuck Uh-oh. a horse now. Look out, rape horse. I'm going to I'm going to quest or not now. Uh, anyway, uh, Gogs. Uh, basically, all the stuff TJ just said, but it's uh, but in Gogs form. Um, it's <laughs> what is that, like Gogs. What's Gogs form? It's the same thing. Just faster. Just yeah, faster yeah. with less syllables. Um, it's, you know, I. This movie did not do it for me. I don't disagree that it's probably, I don't know, more competent as a movie, but it just, it felt messy to me. I felt like I didn't care about stuff as much as the first movie, even though the first movie was kind of jank. It's a seven for me, so it's not like terrible. It's just, you know, it's one point down. It would have been a six, but we did get Titty in a PG-13 movie, so I got to give props where props are due. And that girl's uh, ass is fantastic, too. I mean, we yeah. talk about Titty a lot, but let's not yeah. forget about her ass. It's very Peterson's good. great in it. I'm a I'm a Christian Slater mark up one side and down the other, so like that helps. Um, I do feel I feel like Emilio Estevez kind of lost the thread when he's doing this one, but everyone else kind of props it up a little bit more, so. You know, it's, I I like Young Guns better than Young Guns Two. I'm glad they didn't make Young Guns Three. I hope they're not planning on making Young Guns Three. Oh, I hope they do. Oh, like oh same cast. 
Just old guns. They just call it yeah. old guns. No, old but guns. it'll be like they'll be all uh, I don't know, Hmong Chinese uh women. They no, get no, the no, yeah. just passed to they, them they, by the they, young guns. They do like a maverick thing, but everyone is that like it's it's somehow uh it's Kiefer all the Sutherland Kiefer Sutherland and, and Chavez or I can't I, Lou Diamond Phillips are ghosts and no, Billy they're, the they're Kid just is alive, that, unexplained. Billy the Kid is that old man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There With we go. Force ghosts. Yeah, yeah. There oh you my go. god. Um, but yeah, so seven for me, dog. Uh not not terrible, but just not not as good as the original young guns. Alec. Oh, it's a ten. Hell there yeah. We go. yeah. There it is. <laughs> uh still a certified good ass movie. This is one of those rare movies where Alec and I come on the higher side and you two, like this is like that fucking weird team switch up there. I mean, or code switching. An eight is still a pretty good score. You gave. It I don't a seven. know. I feel. I feel oh, like the yeah. difference between an eight and a seven <laughs> oh, <yeah>. is <laughs> much more significant than a seven and a six, and I can't explain why. But go ahead. Um. Yeah, I watched. So I watched these like a couple of weeks ago, and I watched them at the same time, one right after another. I watched them together before our last show. So some of the plot points between the two have just blended in my mind and I can't separate them as two individual movies, but both of these movies fucking slap, like absolutely slap. Uh, they're both a blast. Uh, Lou diamond Phillips is phenomenal. in both movies, um, Emilio Estevez is good. (laughs) I mean, he's not great. No, but he's fun. And sometimes that's better. Yeah, he's perfectly cromulent. Yeah, would you rather have fun Emilio Estevez in both of these movies or somebody who would have played it more serious? Or Tom Hanks. (laughs) I'd rather have Tom Hanks. I'd rather have Tom Hanks in everything. That is a hell of a spectrum. Well, we could either get Hanks or Hunnam. You pick, like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) They both fit the same budget. Um, but this movie's fucking tremendous. Um, and it spawned maybe the greatest movie song of all time. That is like true. Blaze of Glory is the best song ever written for a movie. But they they needed more in this movie. That's my only complaint. Like more Bon Jovi. There's not enough Bon Jovi in this movie. Yeah, then you would have complained because it would have been like a Knight's Tale having contemporary songs in the old west. You would have bitched about I that have, too. I would have made a, an exception with the. I was promised in the opening credits Bon Jovi music, and I was not delivered that. Bon no, Jovi you were music. promised music by John Bon Jovi, which is <laughs> yeah. a subtle but distinct difference to the band Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I love this movie. I love both these movies. Tens, tens for everybody. Tens all around. Hell yeah, Emilio. <laughs> so whose pick is it next week? I I have a pick. I have two picks actually. Well, you is only one, get one. Is, is one, one of, of them is posse? One of them is posse. <laughs> is the Hell other yeah. one the Seth MacFarlane movie? Oh please, please. No, no. No, actually, okay. my oh, other God. one was actually, and I don't know, this might be a stretch to make it a Western, so that's why Posse right, was on deck. Go. I was going to... Ravenous? That's not a Western. I don't... It's... That's, well, yeah, it's like period appropriate, but I don't know if it counts as a Western. Then I, I would... Then my, then my choice not, is Posse. Yeah, I would not okay. count that as a Western. I'm Ravenous is good, though. I love Ravenous. It's great. In, in train spotting the, reunion. Posse. 
is my pick. Hell yeah. Unless someone else has another pick that they want to the overrule The second Posse best with. movie song ever. I like it's Posse. the Posse. Shoot them up. Shoot them up. up. Shoot them up. All right. So next week is Posse. Stephen Baldwin's starring Posse. Art Monk, <laughs> Gary Clark, and Ricky oh Sanders. Anybody. Uh, anybody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> guys, you don't even get that reference. I don't understand football. <laughs> I, it would have taken me 20 minutes to land on Ricky Sanders. I, I'm a true fan, buddy. That's yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, they were good back then. Love Ricky yeah, Sanders sure. in NFL Street, though. That Ricky, game was Ricky, a banger. Ricky, that's that. That's not Ricky that's Sanders not. was in NFL Street. No, you're thinking of Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. Shout out oh. to Ricky Williams, though. Ricky Williams. Ricky Who Sanders. Who the fuck is Ricky Sanders? He was a wide. He was a wide receiver for the, for the Washington Redskins. Redskins. He was the third of the. Was posse. he in NFL Street? No, he retired in like '92. <laughs> Shout out to Ricky Williams, where it's like I don't like football, but I do like smoking reefer. So yeah. I'm gonna do that instead. Base I mean, Williams. I yeah. mean, the th- those guys that do that, they get out early are smart. Yeah, I, I saw something the other day. Uh, I think it was in the ESPN. Like for a running back specifically, their average career length is like two four years. years. Yeah, no, it's yeah. lower than that. Like it's super low. They got a lot of mileage, man. Make your fucking some, money and get out. Like some punter, I, I forget who he plays for. He's like, I don't really like football. I don't even watch it or anything. People, boo! Why don't you be professional about your job? I'm like, are you over there? Like, man, I fuck. I'm so passionate about McDonald's. Like, oh, I yeah. like, yeah, it's, just because he's the, good at it's, it. Does, it's the Ryan yeah. Tannehill thing from that hard yeah. knock season I always yeah. reference where, like, he couldn't name the other teams in his conference. But it's like, yeah. I don't know, who cares? Yeah. He's like, yeah. he's like, I'm good at football. I don't like football. Yeah, it's shit. like Jake Jordles was getting interviewed on Barstool or something. I saw, like, a snippet of it. And they're like, what is the first thing you do in the morning? He's like, uh, usually take a piss. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, okay, well, um, what would you be doing if you weren't playing, cig- or playing football? He's like. Uh, work construction ripping cigs like hell yeah. just <laughs> well you know how it is with sports fans they get all kinds of weirdly emotionally tied up and it's just like fucking bizarre like, it's a game like i enjoy it a lot don't get me wrong i'm a big sports fan but like like i'm passionate about what i do right now but like if they had free agency for retail and somebody's like we'll pay you eight cents more an hour I'd be like i'm fucking gone fuck this of place course. Like, of yeah course. I, I mean i go back to when i was a kid with the fucking Mike Mussina thing. And I used to hear people, oh, he tra- yeah. he's a traitor. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah. he got a bazillion dollars and the chance to play on a team that was almost guaranteed. And to go also, to the World he Series. took a discount the first time. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, yeah. F- uh, sports fans are idiots, everybody. Uh, remember yeah. that. Gogs, you got anything to plug? Uh, no. Oh, I got the fact that I don't know who Ricky Sanders is, but I barely know who Ricky Williams is. Do you know who Art Monk and uh, Gary Clark are? I'm I, I'm familiar with uh, Arthur Monk, yeah. but I don't know <laughs> Gary Clark. They were the three, the three. They were the wide receiving core for the the Redskins back in the early nineties, late eighties. There was a guy 90s. named Dexter Manley at some point. As Dexter well. Manley was also on that team. He was the, Dexter uh, Manley, uh, who not so famously went to a buddy of mine's pee wee football thing and advised them not to do drugs and to stay in school. Uh, which, if you know anything about Dustin Manley, is probably the funniest thing that ever happened. Yeah, wasn't that the exact same? Wasn't that the bit from uh, the Water Boy with uh, LT? Didn't he do the exact same thing? I, I'm not sure, but Dustin I mean, they Manley played was it, they played at the same time. So two things: one of them being cocaine, cocaine. and the other one being being illiterate, like actually illiterate, yeah. like and had gotten through college. But he was so. a very good player. So yes. system works. That, that, yep. Those Redskin teams back in the day, pretty damn good. Not uh, bad. Yeah. 
It's not not like that no more. <laughs> Buy Nate's book. It's blowing up all over the place. Tor actually put it on their summer or whatever season this is reading I, list. I, I, I yeah. purchased a copy. I'm I waiting for it to show up. It better, be, it better I, be signed. I had a copy, or I have a copy, but like uh, Sean instructed me, I bought the book and threw it and directly threw it in the garbage. I don't support uh, reading. No, I think not, I said buy it. I'll be goddamned if I'm going to read a fucking book, but I will support yeah. Nate in his in his efforts. So if, I if you want us to read your book, make a movie, and we'll watch the yeah, movie. Nate, you lazy fuck. Why don't you make know, a goddamn movie? Well, can we option the rights to his movie? No. I mean, I, I'm I not, guess technically. I'm not bankrolling shit. Well, technically, I'm not I can option them it. because I own half of it. There Let's sell those. Hell Dude, yeah. Sell it out. Sell it out and, and screw Nate Did out. Did you know it. Chuck what? Tingle's nominated for like a real book award? For writing <laughs> Hell a real yeah. Book? Shout out to Chuck book? Tingle. Friend of, the show. friend of the show, Chuck Tingle. Yeah. Legitimately friend of the show. That guy, yeah. I, I was crazy enough to email that guy. and He emailed me back a couple of yeah. times. Very nice. <laughs> Very yeah, nice. Very nice. Let's call Get 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 Shutter on the horn. Get A twenty four on the horn. Let's get this book deal out Hello, there. A twenty four. It's me, Sean. Uh, again, uh, wait, real... Sean from movie the podcast. Sean, nobody's uh, listening. Book, nobody's the listening book is at called this point. One person can't make a difference. It is a cyberpunk jaunt. Yeah, and uh, and the and the if price anybody, is going if up any, significantly. Actually, if, if anyone wants to read it to me, because I again refuse to read the book, you can uh, call me up and read the read the book over the phone or something. Available the audio uh, liberal sissies buy those things is That's what right. I'm told. Yeah. Uh, so also, brunch. also uh, eat your own ass. Follow us on TikTok, uh, and uh, yeah, so we're gonna yeah. blow up on TikTok. We're gonna be TikTok sensations. Hell yeah. Mm. Get some of that whore talk. We're going to clip chimp more of our, our stuff. Well, I think the way to blow up on TikTok is for us to find like a black podcast and then steal their material, but then just do it and then we'll get famous and they won't. That's the it's way it's kind of wild TikTok how about. many accounts are just like they, all they do is like re upload other people's shit without giving them credit. Well, no, no, like, no, I'm talking about like all those like dance move TikToks and like uh, a lot of the makeup yeah, tutorials yeah, yeah. where it's just like some white lady will find it and then post it and then get to be a multimillionaire. Yeah. We could do, well, we're doing a bring it on. Yeah, yeah it's it's the Elvis effect. Mm. I love it. Yeah. All right, everybody. Bye bye. Bye bye. So is, pos- is Posse for next week? Posse. Have you ever seen that out?